guys, welcome to Resilient You, a podcast where we share stories of overcoming, self-growth, and finding our way through struggles big and small. I'm your host, Annie Blade, a Michigan native girl with big dreams who wants to help you uncover yours. Stay tuned for the episode. So my voice is a little bit raspy these days. Um, Past few, I just went to Colorado and signed my lease so I will be moving there in about a month from now but I think the dry air got to my voice a little bit and the fact that I probably talked more on that trip than I did all of quarantine anyways basically I have been putting off making this podcast for I don't even know how long I've wanted to make a podcast for probably three years now and multiple times I've come up with all these episodes and, you know, names for the podcast. I've started creating a content calendar only to give up and throw it in the dirt. And I actually wanted that to be the kind of drive behind this initial episode. So I'm not interviewing anybody in this first episode or anything like that. I just kind of wanted to welcome you. Thank you so much for tuning in. This one's going to be short today, um, but I definitely wanted to talk about self-doubt and imposter syndrome as my very first episode because I think this is something that has been the most prevalent struggle for me personally in the past, I don't even know how long of my life, and it's something that I've recently really started to overcome and I just want to talk about a few basic things, um, a few stories of mine that I think may help you. So this is the most relevant thing for me, so I'm just going to start sharing about this. So I started seriously shuffling, which is, if you don't know what that is, a dance style that is just quick feet movement. It's a lot of focus on the lower body and quick movements, and you can Google it. look it up on Instagram, find some videos. You can go to my Instagram at AnnieBlade underscore if you want to see a few of my videos as well. Um, But I've been shuffling since December, so I think it's like been eight or nine months now. But this has been one of the hardest things I've done. I have never danced minus one half year of ballet class, like in the third grade or something like that. But I've always had such a hard time sticking to things because I struggle so, so badly with self-doubt. So, like I said, I started shuffling in December, done it up till now. Currently, it is July 2020, near the end of the month. Um, And I just want to talk about different things that I've struggled with even within that. There's been different weeks where I don't practice because especially with coronavirus and quarantine this year, I just got so in my feelings and I'm sure so, so many people, if not everyone, can relate to that, you know, during this time where we were cut off from, you know, society as a whole and all we had was seeing other people's best versions of themselves online. For me, I didn't even really want to post any shuffle content. I think I've posted my my third actual shuffle, like, Instagram feed video just the other day. I've posted them to my stories a lot, um, but every single time I posted something, I I never felt confident. Like, guys, I'm naturally so uncoordinated, no dance background, like, kind of teaching myself from YouTube tutorials and then only recently taking shuffle classes and shuffle coaching lessons. Um, But it's just, you know, something I've really struggled with. It's, It's hard to be confident in something that you're so new to. And really, 
I've come to the place where you kind of realize like no one is really thinking about you at the end of the day when they fall asleep at night. They're thinking about their life and their struggles. Yet for me, and I think for so many people, you know, we hesitate before posting that Instagram story or posting that post on Facebook or sharing any of our thoughts online just because it is a 24-hour judgment zone and that can be for good or for bad, but, you know, our brains tend to focus on the bad part of it and it really holds us back from our true talents, uncovering what we want in life. Um, For me, I focus so much on the traditional quote-unquote path, I'm doing air quotes right now, of life. You know, you graduate high school, you go to college, you go get your first big girl or big boy job and you're set from there. You're supposed to be. And I actually recently just quit my first big girl job. It it was not for me. I don't really want to dive too much into that in this episode, but I just want to dive into imposter syndrome. I should have been a bit more prepared and had a, you know, quote or definition pulled up, but I'm just going to try to paraphrase. So imposter syndrome is the feeling when you're in a room of people, whether it be at work or you're doing an activity or you're out in public and you just feel you are the one who's not supposed to be there. For some reason, everyone else is qualified. Everyone else is supposed to be there. Everybody else knows what they're doing and you don't. And you're you're the underdog that isn't supposed to be there. You're the traitor. You're the fake. You know, you're not real. You don't deserve to be there. And I think this is something that almost everybody feels, yet we always think it's us. Like, oh, we're not supposed to be here. So it's a very long-winded, you know, example of imposter syndrome. But this is just something I've struggled with for so, so long. And only recently did I really find out what imposter syndrome really was. And the fact that almost everybody feels it, like the motivational speakers you see on stages that are talking to thousands of people, maybe even presidents of the United States feel like it. A lot of people just hide it. Um, But that is basically what I wanted to focus on today. So instead of putting off my podcast that I wanted to make for another week or year or a few months or whatever, five years, I'm making my first one today and I'm not giving into the exact imposter syndrome that has kept me from making a podcast for however long it took me. Another thing that I've realized is sometimes it's the people who are worse, like the worst at something that are the most confident and they're the ones having the most fun. Like, you'll see people who are horrible singers go on America's Got Talent or whatever, and, you know, they'll be shocked that the judges are saying they're not good when they send them home. But honestly, guys, like, the better indicator of success in life is your willingness to keep going, that willingness to believe in yourself, you know, that resilience and overcoming being turned down a million times and still having the belief in yourself to think, you know, you're going to get it next time no matter what other people say. Um, you know, I've, I've given up on so many things. I sing. That's been something I've done from day one of, of my life, probably. <laughs> when I first could talk, I was probably already singing. And I have never done much with it. I used to write music. I 
you know, taught myself very basic guitar and piano, just enough so I could sing along with it. And that's another thing I gave up on. And, you know, it was never really someone telling me, oh, you suck, Annie, or, you know, you are a bad singer. It was mostly my own head this whole time. I fill in the silence. You know, if you post something and you don't get very much feedback, you you fill that in with your subconscious fears and you're like, oh my gosh, like everybody hates me. I probably hit a note super badly and I don't even know. And your fears just rush in and rush in and rush in. And the reality is maybe like people liked it and just, you know, didn't feel like saying anything to you or didn't have the confidence to. Maybe they are intimidated by you and they don't know how to start a conversation with you. Or maybe it wasn't so good, but like, it doesn't matter, you know? It doesn't matter. Like, if something brings you joy, do it. Like, even if you suck, even if people are saying the meanest things to you or trying to break you down, like, obviously, work through it. Take your time away from social media if that's what you need, but just do it. <laughs> you know, it's really that simple. And someday you'll be amazing. You literally just have to keep going. And I feel like that is the underlying secret to success. Like, just keep going. The most talented person could not believe in themselves and never get anywhere because, you know, they're like, oh, poor me. You know, nobody likes me. My writing will never get me anywhere. You know, no one reads my books or, you know, I'm not good enough at this. And they just sit in their basement and cry the day away or feel bad for themselves. And someone who's terrible at the same thing, terrible at writing, but just keeps doing it and keeps sending out letters to publication people. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say here. What do you call that? I can't remember. But you know what I'm saying. Like, sending out their manuscripts to people and getting rejected a million times, if they just keep doing it, they're going to be the ones to be successful, not the really talented person, you know, feeling bad for themselves. So... That's kind of what I wanted to talk about in this episode. Um, I guess I could end this off with some things that helped me. So, you know, in changing this mindset, and it's still something I am changing every day. So for me, I guess, keeping the right people around you to keep you, you know, going when you are at your weakest point. Like, we are all human. We're all going to come back to feeling bad for ourselves every once in a while. And that's natural and normal and okay. And it's even okay to take a break, even if it's kind of a long one. But... Having a good community of people who have, you know, encouraged you from day one or people you've attracted into your life since you started that new thing or since you started pursuing that thing you've always had a place for in your heart and really only listening to those people when you're down on the ground and you just, you don't know how to take the next step. Really having a community of people has helped me so much. Um, let me think. Second piece of advice you know, let yourself take those breaks. Like I keep mentioning, it's okay to feel your feelings. And guess what? You're going to because you're a human being. So letting yourself feel those within reason is really important. You need to rest in order to be strong the next day. Like rest days in weightlifting are just as important as the weightlifting days because those are the days your muscles are recovering and building those muscle fibers back up because you rip them in the gym and they need to get stronger that's so true for your mental and physical health no matter what it is you're trying to pursue and let's see guys i'm so unprepared <laughs> what's the third thing to help you guys 
Hmm, rest days, a good circle or community. You know, focus your energy. So you have a finite amount of energy. Think of it like this. You eat a certain amount of calories in a day. If you don't eat enough calories that day, you're going to be weak that day. You're not going to have enough energy for perhaps all the things you want to do. And one thing I've learned from some of my favorite motivational speakers, such as Rachel Hollis and Trent Shelton, is you really can't focus on nine different goals at once. You really have to come and focus in on one single goal. You can't go to the gym every day as a new habit, for example. Like you can't, you know, let's say it's January 1st and you have 10 new goals. You're like, I'm going to get crazy abs. I'm going to go to the gym every single day. I'm going to eat so clean. I'm never going to touch a donut again. I'm going to write an album. I'm going to write a book. Um, I'm going to quit my job and start my own business. Like you can't (laughs) do it all at once, guys. You have a finite amount of energy and you have to really hone in on that energy and focus on really one thing at a time. Um, So you really, it's good, it's great to have all these goals, but you really do, at the end of the day, have to focus and be realistic with yourself and say, hey, you know, I'm only one person. It's really hard to instigate, instigate, that's not the right word. It's hard to institute, like, one habit at a time. It's going to be really impossible to try to do, like, 10 new ones at a time. So you really should write down a list of all of the things you want to do really focus in on the top three and then find a way to institute institute I don't know I'm gonna use that word institute the very most important habit that you want to get going first and start there and don't try to bring in the other ones too quickly and I think it's also a good idea to bring this in slowly so let's say for example you want to get abs that's your goal um Okay, you want to do that? So start doing an at-home ab workout like three times a week at first, maybe even two times a week. You really want to build up. And I guess this is more of a fourth thing, but I'm going to tack it on to this third point of focusing your energy. You really need to be, you need to make your why deeper. And what I mean by that is, okay, so your goal is getting abs. Is it a purely physical goal that you're going for? You know, is it to prove to yourself you can be strong? Like, what is going to motivate you on those days where you really don't feel like doing the ab workout? Because if you're doing it for a superficial reason, you're going to give up. So you really got to pull on your whys. You, you can't really stick to something if your why isn't deep enough for you to stick to it. And that's a piece of advice I also kind of stole from Rachel Hollis, but I'm quoting her. Go to Rachel Hollis's podcast. She's amazing. But yeah, I think those are all things that have helped me. So especially this year in 2020 has been so transformational for me. I really honestly don't think I could have made this podcast before now. And yeah, I'm super excited for anyone who's listened this far. Um, I kind of just did this one on a whim, like I said. So thank you so much for listening. If you have any you know, advice for me, feedback. If you think I should do something a little differently, I'd be so, so, so happy for any comments. So if you want to DM me on Instagram or I don't know, I haven't posted this to the podcast platform yet, but if there's any way to comment or review on there, I am all for open communication. It's going to help me improve. If you have some advice for me, please, please, please let me know. 
And I just want to say thank you once again for tuning in to Resilient You. I'm Annie Blade, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so, so much for listening today. If you like this podcast, please feel free to share it to your social media. Tag me on Instagram at AnnieBlade underscore. Feel free to share this via text with your friends. If you like this podcast, also be sure to go ahead and give me a rating um, in the app if you are able to as well. This helps me improve, um, kind of set things up for the next episodes, and it just helps my podcast get viewed as well. So thank you for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time.